are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and IDE Computers. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Hey, welcome to the Nerd Overload, the show that covers everything in pop and geek culture from Animorphs to Zach Morris. I'm Josh Harrison. I'm Sam Dunham. I'm Samantha Cross. And I'm Cody Pinnock. Boy, we have a great show for you guys. A bunch of stuff lined up here. As always, I think we're going to go around the room and talk a little bit about stuff we've been checking out this week. Well, I've been playing Mario Party 10. The new Mario Party just came out. It's really good. I'm I'm really surprised. They took it in a, in a lot of interesting ways. It kind of develops on the last Mario Party where you all move together okay. on the board instead of separately. Cool, cool. Um, I haven't done Bowser Party yet, which is kind of the main thing. New feature. New feature, yeah. but the regular mode is fun. Yeah, I've seen videos of Bowser Party, and it looks super fun for the one person playing Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's just been me and Samantha playing it, so I don't know how fun it would be to do Bowser Party with one other person. Yeah, true. It'd just be one person getting mad at the other. Yeah, yeah. Which happened last time. Yeah, when I pushed you in the lava on that one lava minigame. I pouted the entire game. You did. Aww. <laughs> it's not nice. I do not play dirty. <laughs> but it's it's fun. Uh, the minigames are... A surprising number of them have you hold the Wiimote sideways, and it's like kind of a Mario, regular Super Mario Brothers type thing. Okay. Yeah, they cut down a lot on a lot of the stupid waggle the remote around mini games. Oh, that's good. Is, yeah, good. Nobody that's likes good. those. Yeah. Amiibo mode is different. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. It uh, it plays like regular Mario Party, where you all get to move around, but mm. the board is really small. And you have to tap your amiibo on the gamepad constantly for some reason. Tap, tap. Really? Like, it's just a quick tap to register what amiibo you're using, I guess. But it's all the time. Oh, that's weird. Like, I can't imagine doing it with four people. Yeah, you'd really have to pass the gamepad around. and. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it's something we're going to have to try sometime. Oh, yeah. For, oh, totally. Totally. But uh, it's good. It's a good game. I, I don't regret purchasing it. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, we were listening to Radio Lab, and they had a story about wrestling. And they talked about Brett the Hitman Hart. Well, they called it the Montreal screw job. Got screwed over. Yeah, by Vince McMahon. Okay. It was when he was, he couldn't decide whether he wanted oh, yeah. to move over to the WCW or oh. stay with the WWF. Okay. Back when they were separate things. Yeah. yeah. From a long time ago. And, uh, he finally decided he was going to go to the WCW because Vince McMahon made him start playing a bad guy, which okay. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And of course, WCW was offering him like nine million dollars. Well, that, yeah, that would that would make the decision pretty pretty cut and dry. Sure. I don't even want to go over what happened on his last. It was his last match with the WWF. Who was he? Was it Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know anything about Shawn Michaels, but he's ridiculous. He's like the an- antithesis to Bret yeah. Hart. Like okay. he's this. Sh- like okay, like <laughs> start of the ring. He's I can't say it on the radio. <laughs> Thrust, yeah, Ma- making, making a lewd <laughs> lewd gesture with a Canadian flag. There we go. Because Bret Hart's Canadian. That's a whole other thing. They like made him like anti-American. Yeah, his bad guy character was anti-American, pro-Canada. <laughs> Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, and like they showed clips of people, and they were just like 
so mad at him and hated him. And he used to be like this hero character that everybody loved, but he had to. They made him play a heel, huh? Which is wrestling for back. They yeah. They well, were no, they, they to... decide basically. They go in like a before the match because they don't really know exactly what's going to happen yet. Even the night at the match, mm-hmm. they're trying to decide, and they ultimately decide because he actually wore a wire when he talked to Vince. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the documentary, mm-hmm. and basically, like, will basically just like disqualify you because they want to have the belt. I'm like, okay, let's you know keep my head up and. Yeah, he, he didn't want to take lose the belt on his last match because he had the championship belt. Right, mm-hmm. right. He, he didn't want to lose it on the last match in his hometown. Yeah. But when he... Well, first, everything's going fine, and then... Shawn Michaels <laughs> puts Bret Hart in his signature hold. Mm-hmm. The, I think it's called the sharpshooter. Yeah. And they ring the bell real quick, like he had submitted, like Bret Michaels had submitted, and he didn't. So he lost his belt. He didn't know it was going to happen. Vince McMahon screwed him over and took his belt. Wow. On his last match. This is a really good documentary. I don't even really I know. It's like wrestling. this is... We're not doing it justice at all. It no. was a mistake. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um... But no, after the fight, apparently Vince locks himself in his room, but apparently gets in, punches him in the face, and knocks him out. Oh. And the next night, or was it the next week? I don't remember. But no, was... Next time wrestling was on. Yeah. yeah. Well, he shows... Vince basically that's when he changes because before he was just kind of like announcer and nobody really knew that he actually owned it right but that's when he like changed and got to like more of the like the Vince you know today yeah the character of, of Mr. McMahon yeah yeah okay. basically like you know, Brett screwed Brett and we didn't do anything he's his own fault but it was totally Vince McMahon's fault wow now where where can you find this documentary it's on we watch it on Hulu okay what was it called again uh Brett, or is it Hitman Heart Wrestling with Shadows? Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's something I'm going to have to check out because uh, the early wrestling stuff, that's always been kind of fascinating to me. I've never been, I've never really been into it other than, you know, joking about like Randy Savage and stuff. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's but it a little seems... bit after that time because yeah. it was yeah. right right before when um, the WWF started, started getting real adult and yeah. smutty. That was another reason why Bret Hart wanted out because it was it was turning into something his kids couldn't watch anymore. Right. Okay. So yeah, I'll have to check that out. That sounds really interesting. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I've kind of I've done a few things this week. I got Princess Leia number one from Marvel Comics. I finally got my hands on that one. It's interesting. It takes place like soon as like right right after the credits start at the end of the original Star Wars film. Like right at the Yavin Metal uh, ceremony, like as soon as like it would have gone to credits, like it showed like very first panel shows like uh, Chewie doing his little his Wookie roar, <laughs> and then boom, it goes into what's going on in the comic, and basically Leia's like doing a uh, kind of talking about you know the people of Alderaan and it's you know all sad and stuff that her planet got blown up. But people like in the crowd are kind of murmuring. They're calling her like Ice Princess and stuff like that because she's not really showing emotion. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the rebel, uh, the rebel leadership decides they have to immediately move because now that the Empire knows where their base is, they have to go find a new place. And they're sending like scouting crews out everywhere to go find uh, places to go. And Leia's sitting there talking like, you know, give me something to do, give me something to do. And the one guy I can't remember his name is basically talking about how they can't do that because the Empire's put a price on her head and basically the price on any on any 
uh, citizen of Alderaan that was off world. So basically she has to stay like, you know, hidden away and she doesn't like that idea. So she ends up getting with this, uh, this female rebel pilot who's also from Alderaan and she's all, I can't tell if she's doing it sarcastically or if she's actually doing it, but she's trying to follow Royal protocol or whatever. She's all the time like addressing her as her majesty and bowing and stuff like that. And she's like, don't do that. Don't do that. And this pilot, uh, keeps telling her, well, if I don't, not only is our world gone, but that means our ways are gone too. Okay. Huh? But basically they, um, they kind of go AWOL together <laughs> and they're off trying to do, um, uh, basically I think they're, they're off doing their own scouting thing and trying to find a world. And that's pretty much for the book. It's not a very long book. Like Darth Vader number one was a lot longer. Right. It was like a double size, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I'd kind of been on the fence about picking that one up. I I know I'd picked up the uh, Star Wars and Darth Vader, and uh, I mean, it sounds it sounds interesting enough, but I, I don't know. I don't. Oh. I like it. I plan on picking up you know picking up all the Star Wars stuff they do. Like when um Kanan the Last Padawan comes out in April, I'll probably end up picking that up too. Oh, that yeah. ties into the the Star Wars Rebels right, uh, right, right animated right. series. Yeah. Speaking of the Gaffin Medal ceremony, I saw. On uh, on the internet, somebody made their own like definitive cut of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and they digitally added a medal in for Chewie. Oh, nice! Is. See, I I always was under the impression that you know he didn't get the the medal, but he got the last line in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But again, you know, it's the whole you know that galaxy is awfully uh, xenophobic. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, I also <laughs> after a long hiatus, I started playing Marvel. Uh, heroes again i popped into that the other day yeah i ended up uh unlocking uh, venom cool and it's a lot of fun i got black widow the other day i got a random hero unlock yeah i got that, that's black what i widow. got yeah i am uh oh god i can't remember i'm like level like i think i'm like almost level like 15 or 16 or something now and i have a, like a whole bunch of cosmic gear nice oh yeah for like High-end items drop like crazy in the game. Huh. It's ridiculous. I had maxed out a Daredevil a while ago, but then they raised the cap, so he's not maxed out anymore. <laughs> and I hate that when, when they change something in the way your your uh, special move tree is, they just dump all your points and you have to reapply them. It's like, I don't remember what moves were good or what I used to use <laughs> like, a long time ago. Yeah, I got it. it, it it's it's a lot it's a lot more fun than I uh, than I remember it. They've changed a lot of stuff and they've yeah. added a lot of stuff. Well, um, speaking of Star Wars, I've been playing uh, the Old Republic, the Star Wars MMO. Man, that is a good game. It, the idea was great. I mean, it was very ambitious. I can kind of understand why it went free to play though. Yeah, I mean, I just like the story, like playing through the storylines, like it was a single player game. Well, yeah, I think they did a good job of that, you know, because each little scene is the thing, and you can choose your dialogue tree. And yeah, instead of just going up to a quest and getting a window with some text in it and saying "kill three wildebeests," there's actually a cutscene where a character explains what they want you to do and why, and you can choose your reaction to what they're saying. You can be a, a tough space tough guy, or you can, you know, be concerned about what is wrong. Like you actually get to role play your character, kind of like you would in. The other old Republic games, yeah, or any Bioware game like Mass Effect, or yeah, and I like how it's all fully uh, voiced over. Yeah, um, but I know you were talking about the other day how like you're you're kind of mad that like 
you're just doing your job as a bounty hunter. It's just giving you dark side yeah, points. Yeah, he's giving me dark side points for killing the bounties I'm supposed to kill. I was like, I'm just trying to do my job. But at the same time, though, bounty hunter is a is a Sith Empire. Yeah, it is a bad it's a bad guy class for some reason. I don't understand that. I don't know. I when I played it before, I was bounty hunter for a long time, and then I also made um, oh god, what was a Sith Inquisitor or something like that. Yeah, and I was I, running around on Korriban. Yeah, I think I just started one of those, and I used to play Smuggler, too. That was the first class I went with Smuggler, because why wouldn't you want to be Han Solo? That's true. <laughs> um, what else What else have I done? Oh, I've been uh, trying to catch up on Steven Universe. YouTube has been a great, uh, a great uh, asset to me. <laughs> Such a great show. Like yeah. We talked about it last week, maybe. Yeah, possibly. I, I, oh, my God. It, it's getting so deep. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The character writing is just amazing. Well, I like that, and I like how um, every character is unique, like the way they look yeah. and everything. I mean, come on. You got Lars at the donut shop with the big with the big uh, gauges, gauges out ears. ears yeah. and nobody is normal. Like, everyone is a different body type. Everyone is just interesting. Yeah. There are no, there are no just cookie-cut characters. And I think that's the one thing I really I like the most about it. And then the writing is just solid. It's one of the best written kids shows I think I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's almost not kid. Like it's yeah. it's about as much kiddie as Adventure Time is sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, re, I one of the ones I just watched was um, where Garnet and Amethyst fuse into a Sugalite. Oh yeah, that's voiced by uh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, and the like the dance that Garnet does. <laughs> I was like. What? <laughs> Especially the, the ending little flare thing. Like, oh, yeah. And, and then Pearl covers Steven's eyes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I want to see. <laughs> but that's pretty much been all of my check it out. Okay. I just have something really quick uh, so we can move on. Um, I've been watching a whole bunch of old DVDs because I finally got them out of boxes and got them up and displayed. And I uh, went through and watched the old... Um, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Annihilation movies. Mortal Kombat! Yeah. <laughs> you know, for what it is, Mortal Kombat is not too bad. No, I love the first movie. It's great. The first movie is pretty good. I mean, you can't go wrong with um, uh, Christopher Lambert, the Highlander. Supposedly <laughs> supposed to be playing a... Um, a Chinese Thunder God. <laughs> Chinese Thunder God, yeah. <laughs> and his weird, like, weird accented laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Like, that he's always movie. done in every oh, movie in every, he's in every, ever every, been. Every, every movie. It's like he has an accent on his laugh. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. But um, some interesting stuff about that. I guess at one point they're going to cast, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Brandon Lee, the, uh, the Crow, yeah. as Johnny Cage. And uh, he, it was like the movie that they were going to, he was going to do after The Crow, but unfortunately. You know, he passed away while filming The Crow. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, and Cameron Diaz was supposed to be Sonya Blade, but she uh, sprained her wrist or something before filming, so they had to like default to like uh, whoever it was that ended up playing her. <laughs> whoever it was that nobody knows. It could have been a completely different movie if they would have had the, you know yeah. a, a bigger cast. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. This is the first time I'd seen it. I bought it in a like a four pack. Uh, really, that was the first time you'd seen the it. First time I'd seen it. Oh man, I wish I would have been here for that. And it was uh, as. Perfectly serviceable and pretty decent. The first one was uh, Annihilation is garbage. It is <laughs> it is quite possibly one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. The effects I've seen YouTube videos 
like not even like high quality YouTube videos, but just like, you know, shot on a GoPro YouTube videos with better special effects and better cinematography than like the green screen shots are oh. so apparent. <laughs> oh yeah. And like some like the acting and delivery is just oh, awful. Man, like uh, uh, Katana's mom. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Mother, you're alive. Too bad. You die yeah it's, oh it's oh it's terrible oof. it's 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 rough it's rough uh the recasting of raiden uh <laughs> As james remar yeah. <laughs> uh killing johnny cage like in the first two seconds oh, yeah of the he's film. gone within the very beginning yeah uh like uh was it um uh robin low lao not rob low no not rob low <laughs> literally not rob low um <laughs> No, Robin. I think it's Robin Lau. I think his name is. Yeah. He was um, Luke Kang. Luke Luke Kang. Um, he's the only one that came back. <laughs> like he's the only one. Wow. Yeah. And I just want to throw in. I also watched The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. I love that movie. It's great. I forgot that uh, uh, Tim Curry was in it. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I forgot that uh, Ian McKellen is mm-hmm. in it. Yep. Uh, it's like right at that precipice, right? Like as. Alec Baldwin was um, transitioning from leading man to, like, comedy guy. Yeah. Like, there were some deliveries that I swear are Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, his his uh, his uh, Bruce or his uh, Le- Bruce Wayne as Lamont, Lamont, Lamont Cranston, Cranston yes. yeah, is yes, kind of... Basically just Jack Donaghy talking about things. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, uh... I'm clouding men's minds, you know. <laughs> Lemon. <laughs> Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Alec Baldwin knows. Yeah. But no, really good. And um, okay, so tur- uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the one where they go back in time. Yeah. Lord Noriaga, the uh, Noriaga, yeah. the uh, Chinese guy. Yeah. Or Japanese guy, sorry. Yeah. Um, he is in The Shadow. Yeah. I didn't realize, you know, if one of those things. He where... was in a lot of films, actually, like he, in the 90s. He was, yeah. But no, it just, it's it's an easy mark for people to say, oh, man, look how bad this is. But you got to understand, in the 90s, the only template that they had, the only thing they had to go off of for superhero-based films were was Tim Burton Batman. Yeah. That was it. Well, that and, like, you got to think The Shadow and uh, Phantom yeah. and Rocketeer are all based off old pulp comic heroes. Yeah. I mean, they are kind of cheesy because they come from the 30s. That was that was kind of the point, yeah. And I like I said, it's easy to make fun of it. It's easy for you know websites or whatever to let go. Oh, look look how garbage this is compared to now. Well, yeah, of course it is. But it's a it's, superhero movie from the 90s. It's still it's still a legitimate you know film. And I'm oh no, you know, I like it. I've always liked that movie and the the Billy Zane Phantom and the and the Rocketeer. Those are all they 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 hold special places in my heart. Oh man, the the Phantom, I. When I was a kid, I there for like six months solid. All I would do was play with Legos and watch the Phantom. And now, whenever I watch the Phantom, I swear every time I get in the back of my head, I get this inkling to go, "Man, I should dig out some Legos. <laughs> I should build some stuff. This is that seems like a good idea." I wanted a ring that shot laser, a skull ring that shot laser beams. Oh man, so that would be cool. Bad. Yeah. Oh man, Xander Drax. <laughs> Xander Drax. God, that's such a great villain name. Talk about a movie with James Remar in it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, come full circle, full circle, you guys. But yeah, and Catherine Zeta-Jones was in the was in the Phantom, mm-hmm. it's like one of her first roles. Crazy. Oh man, those are they're they're cheesy, but those are such fun movies. Oh, they're they're great. You know what? The cheesier the better, as far as oh, I'm I concerned. know, right? Yeah, I always liked how in um in the Shadow 
I think they put a prosthetic on Alec Baldwin's nose. Oh, they nose did. Yeah. To make him give him that hooked nose like the Phantom had in the comics uh-huh. and on the cover of the pulp novels. Yeah. Oh, when he's in costume, I mean, he's barely in costume. And when yeah. he is, he's usually hiding himself. But when he's in costume, he looks good. He looks like the Phantom. Shadow. Or the Shadow. Sorry, the Shadow. Yeah. Well, yeah. he looked. Billy Zane looked good as the Phantom, too. So, yeah. you know, it's well, okay. big purple spandex and a black, <laughs> and a black domino mask. Yeah. I had a shadow action figure when I was a kid. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, there was a button on the back, and you could draw the two pistols. I had a Shea One Khan. I had the bad guy. Yeah. With, with like, the Wolverine claws. Yeah. And uh, there was a thing on the top of the head, and when you shined a light through it, it mm-hmm. made his eyes glow red. Oh, so that's he was cool. Doing, so he was doing the uh, clouding the hearts of or the minds of men thing. Oh, man. That is so cool. Once in a while, I run across it like at conventions and stuff. And I was oh like, yeah, I was like, do I do I want to bring back the nostalgia a little bit? I don't oh, know, man. but then I never do. Yeah, See, I, man, I loved. You know, I never. I I had I had plenty of action figures when I was a kid, but I remember being in stores and just staring at like all the movie tie-in, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like the weird knockoff, like two points of articulation, like. <laughs> Like cheapos, like the last action hero action figures. I had like three or four of those Dude, things, and it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, the <laughs> that's last, it. The last action hero, like the toy car, was the best. Like that gold convertible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. could push this button, and this little lever would come out the bottom to pull the the angled thing where he's driving uh, in between cars <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. Oh, it's so I ridiculous. Love that movie. That's it is a great movie. It's a good too. movie too. Yeah. It's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a cartoon character playing a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah basically. But no, really good movie. And I, that's another one of those. It's isn't that a Shane Black movie? Isn't that the guy who did uh, Die Hard? I think and it stuff is. Like yeah, that? yeah. It was like a whole deconstruction of like the action, action movie. Yeah, yeah. Especially when like when he makes it to the real world and he like tries to do things that work in movies that don't work in real <laughs> oh, yeah. life, and the kid's like, it doesn't work like that. He's like shooting at a car. Like, why didn't it blow up? <laughs> or, like the, or like the scene where they go to the uh, the the video rental place. Oh yeah, in yeah, the movie, yeah. and they, they come across like a standee for Terminator Two, and it's Sylvester and it's, Stallone. It's Stallone, like in the like dressed up like the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like Schwarzenegger like makes the comment like it's like one of his best movies yet or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, God, such a good movie. Plus, I, it I, has Danny DeVito as the cartoon character, as, literally as the, a cartoon. as the cartoon cat. Yeah, his, yeah. His, his yeah the cat sidekick. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they do a and whole the, like Roger Rabbit thing. Yeah. yeah, and then the um the villain with like the the, the interchangeable fake eyes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that scene where he pops out of the movie and he like shoots a shoots, shoots a homeless guy in the street. He's in the real world. Yeah, and he's just standing there with a gun, going, "I have shot a man in cold blood for fifteen dollars. Is anyone going to come arrest me?" And you know, someone just yells, "Shut up, you!" Yeah, or whatever. And he realizes. In the real world, the bad guys can win, yeah. and it's just the great one of the greatest like revelation kind of for him. Yeah, it's great to watch. Oh man, I feel like we could do like a whole show on like the greatness of '90s movies. We yeah. probably could, you know, we probably could. <sighs> but anyway, uh, you know, what? I think we're gonna go ahead and take a break here and come back with a little bit of news and stuff. All right. Nerd Overload would like to thank IDE Computers for their support. With over 19 years of service, IDE is located on Delaware Avenue, Marion, 387-3376. Nerd Overload is brought to you in part by Replays, gameware, movies, and more. Replays is the place for all your gaming needs, from retro up through current-gen systems and accessories. They even have a free customer rewards program. Mount Vernon Avenue, Marion, across from the Marion Plaza. 
751-4072 or online at facebook.com slash replaysmarion. And we're back. That was the X-Files theme. The truth is out there. And speaking of the truth, got some hot truth right here. The X-Files is coming back. Oh, snap. Is it, is it this year or next? I think it's next year. Next year. 20... It's coming back for six episodes? Yeah, only six episodes, which... As of right now. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing. Like, I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but that's not enough. <laughs> Yeah. I just love the fact that that, that uh, David Duchovny and uh, oh, Julian Anderson, yeah. yeah, are coming back. Yeah, yeah. 
I have a feeling that six episodes might bump up a little bit. I think they're going to wait and see what. Honestly, I think they're going to wait and see what Twin Peaks does. Maybe. Right now, because that's another like right similar... now. Twin Peaks is kind of in a um, yeah, a limboy situation. Yeah, like they said they were, they said they were coming back, but now it's a very unknown if they're coming back. I a lot of it has to do with I guess um, one part is funding. Which I don't understand why they just don't crowdfund it, mm-hmm. and then the other part I think is some people are. Yeah, there's. I think they're having contractual disputes. Yeah, yeah, like you know, casting issues. Because yeah, David Lynch said recently, maybe it's not going to happen. So. Oh, that's a bummer. I know, right? I feel like Showtime will make it work though, because they seemed pretty excited about bringing it back. I mean, they tweeted out about it and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. they're the ones. That Showtime were the ones who broke the news. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, they were like the rumblings before, but then, but then they're like they brought the truth of the best damn coffee. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's swing back around to uh, X Files yeah. again. What, <laughs> uh, what kind of things do you think we're going to expect? We should expect from this uh, new series. I feel like since it's only six episodes, it's going to be heavily de- dealing heavily with the the continuing storyline. That the X Files has. You mean like you mean like like post movie kind of stuff? Yeah, and the the whole conspiracies and the like. You're not gonna get your fun monster of the week episodes, which are my favorite ones. Yeah, I think that's the big the biggest bummer about it being six episodes for me is that we're not gonna get those neat filler episodes. (laughs) Yeah, those are my favorite X Files episodes. Is just the filler ones where they have uh, they deal with some sort of monster mutant. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like I remember um, there's the one with the Jersey, De- like I think it's like the second episode of the first season or whatever. It's like a, the Jersey Devil, but it's like just feral people living in the woods. And they end up chasing that uh, the female uh, through like the city and stuff. Yeah. And then there was one with uh, they that? thought people or they thought they got an alien and like Mulder was like so excited because they had like an, an alien body on the autopsy table and it turns out and like scully like pulls back a piece of it and there's like a zipper and it was yeah. a person in a costume and it like literally you could literally see his heart breaking on screen what was the one with the circus performers there's one where they go investigate a bunch of circus performers and it turns out somebody has like a twin inside of them that can disconnect from their body and was going out and killing people wow <laughs> it was Ooh. a really good really creepy one Ooh. who's that worm guy Oh, the fluke worm monster yes. oh. guy. That's a classic. The big, like, white worm man. <laughs> Seriously, look up a picture of him. It is scary. Yeah. This is the greatest show. I love the X-Files. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad it's back. Yeah. Definitely. Even if it is just temporary. Yeah. Again, these six episodes might go over great. They might come back for more. Oh, yeah. Who I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's enough people out there that feel nostalgia for it that we're just going to, like, um, who who's even doing it? What what network or Fox? Whatever? Fox. It's Fox. Oh, Fox. Okay. So there's a seventy five percent chance it's going to end after five episodes, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll play them out of order. <laughs> they'll yeah. play the last one first because it tracks better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well, hey, uh, switching gears from shows that are coming back to shows that are not happening. Nintendo has gone kind of back on their word on this. Uh, uh, Legends of Zelda Netflix series. Yeah, the the president of Nintendo, uh, Iwata. I can't remember what his first name is. Mr. Mr. Iwata-san. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They... He just flat out said, no, that's not a thing that's happening. Well, he didn't 
flat out say no. He just he said, said it was just a rumor. It's a rumor and nothing's in development at this time. I think he, they didn't commit to it being like, no, this is never going to happen. The end. But it's, just, it's not happening right yeah, now. It's yeah. not a sure thing like everybody thought it was. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm pretty okay with it. Oh, sure. I yeah. was a little on the fence of a live-action Zelda series anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it when we, yeah. when the news first broke, but yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe we dodged a bullet. Yeah. I don't know. I like watching crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, like, if it was bad, at least it'd be funny. Exactly. <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, at least we still have, you know, the cartoon. Yeah. But, uh... But we are getting that uh that Mario animated series though, or no animated movie. No, I thought that what? wasn't a given either. Yeah, I hadn't. Heard oh, I thought. About see, that. I, I was I was under the impression that it was a signed deal. I no, I don't think it is. I think I read somewhere it's not anymore. But they were working on a deal with Sony Pictures Animation to do a Mario animated movie. But I think Nintendo squashed that too. Yeah. Oh, fine then. No non-video game IPs then. Well, it it doesn't make sense for Sony to make a Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. <laughs> they could base it off of the uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah. Find a replacement for Captain Lou Albano. And uh, Danny Wells. Oh, and they Danny Wells. Yeah, that's pass. right. They're both they're both gone, aren't they? Man. S- swing your arms side S- to side. The only <laughs> remaining Mario brother is John Leguizamo. That's true. Oh, that's true. Ah, yeah. He's the ah. Highlander of Mario Brothers. <laughs> there could be only one Mario Brother. He has all the memories and all the skills of all the other Marios. It was the year of Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Danny Wells died during the year yeah, of Luigi. That's right, he did, like, didn't he? That's dark. That's, yeah, oh, it really man. is. Yeah, let's, 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 but, uh, let's move on. If you think yeah. about it, the Sony Mario Brothers movie could have just been like a long way around to sabotage Nintendo. Yeah. Like they could have made it real, real bad on purpose in hopes that it would infect, uh, affect games. <laughs> But it's a way to boost the PlayStation. Yeah. I don't think the PlayStation was wasn't even out yet when that came out. Talking about the new one. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, not yeah. the original. Oh, <laughs> the animated one. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I'm pick, I'm picking up what you're putting down now. <sighs> Let's talk about comics. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Marvel Comics recently unveiled uh, the cover of their all new, uh, the, the quote unquote, all new, all different Avengers. Yeah, this is going to be post their big uh, re- continuity reset. Yeah, po- uh, post um, uh, Battle new, World uh, Secret, Secret Wars. War. Yeah, post new Secret Wars. Yeah, and um, we talked last week about how Marvel was canceling thirty three books, and there was a, a worry. A lot, yeah, a lot of people were worried because the majority of the books were um, like their brand new stuff. The brand new stuff. A lot of their books that had uh, that were that was female led, or um, you know. Uh, outside of their their classic lineup, I guess yeah. would be the the best way to put it. The stuff that people are familiar with, yeah, like the the Falcon, Captain America, the female Thor, you know, uh, the new Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, all yeah, yeah, that that stuff. And people were worried that because of the universe reboot, everything was going to go back to status quo, and we we're going to lose everything. All the, yeah, all the changes they just made. Well, the cover for the new Avengers book. Uh, Pretty well squashed any of those fears. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm beyond happy. I'm pulling up the cover of it right now. On the cover, we have uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Camilla Khan, 
we have uh, Nova, the kid Nova, the one that was Sam Alexander, the one that was being written by Jerry Duggan, the um, who also was doing Deadpool and about a half dozen yeah, other books, and also appears in the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, animated series on Disney. Right. Fun fact: Jerry Duggan used to work, uh, used to be a director on um, G, uh, the G Four Channel's Attack of the Show. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's this Marvel Comics is his gig after G Four closed. I miss G Four. Oh yeah, me too. But anyway, back on topic, back on target. Um, we have the Vision, which makes sense with the with the new Avengers movie coming out. We'll actually out finally soon. get a live action Vision, yeah. Yeah, uh, we have uh, the Falcon, Captain America, uh, uh, Sam Wilson. Yep, we have uh, the female Thor, who is yet to be revealed who she is. But I've heard by the time this comic comes out, uh, we'll know who she we'll is. know who she is. Okay, and. Let's see, an Iron Man-looking character, which uh, people have speculated is either Iron Man or um, Pepper Potts, who has recently become a superhero called Rescue. Her armor is all um, non-lethal. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a medical, basically a medical support character. Yeah, basically. And what appears to be uh, like Doop's hand. Well, that's uh, there. It looks like that's probably the uh, um um. Slimer. Uh, no, I, w- I wish I wish it were Slimer. That would be great. No, it's uh, the... Uh, uh, um, the Hulk. He's, he's, he's atomic-powered. He's like a... a okay. Radio, um, Radioactive man from The Simpsons. Yeah. I think, yeah, like Radiation Man or Radioactive Man or something like that. Okay. And uh, we also have uh, Spider-Man, but it's Miles Morales. The, from the uh, Ultimate Universe. From the Ultimate Universe, which is a kind of a big deal. Yeah, because the, the the Ultimate Universe was getting destroyed in the comics. Storyline, right, right? And we've talked about this. Oh yeah, plenty of times. So, uh, what do you guys think of this lineup? That's a pretty awesome lineup. I, I'll read it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm glad they're keeping some of their changes. It, I feel like um, they've listened to the fans a little bit, and it's yes, I understand they want to go back to what average people are going to know from what they've seen in the movies and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm really glad they're keeping their changes. Yeah. It's cool to see Kamala Khan move into like the wider continuity too. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty much been just kind of stuck to her own book. And she also did appear in issue 2 of Agents of Shield. Oh, true. But uh I'm happy. I'm extremely happy. And it makes me wonder um if they're going to have a different Avengers team with other characters that are maybe more uh What is the A-Force too? Oh yeah, A-Force, that's the uh, uh, that's all, the all-female all, led. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, She-Hulk and all them. Mm-hmm. Makes me kind of wonder what exactly is going to happen with um, the Avengers team they have now with like Superior Iron Man and um, Angela and all them. I imagine a, a version of that team is also going to be, you know, a, a separate book. <laughs> it's called The Avengers for Boring People. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> they don't like yeah. change. <laughs> yeah, but no, I. But in all in all honesty, yeah, there's going to. You know, there's going to be a, a comic that is going to be closer tied to the Avengers movie. They're yeah. going to have a have a lineup that's more of that core, you know, like main me, Thor, Ant Man, Ant Man, Steve Iron Rogers, Man, yeah, Hawkeye, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, Hawkeye, yay! Yeah, they should just do a cinematic universe line that maybe has, you know, maybe put a red binding around the side so you know this is a cinematic universe book. Well, that's or something. That's the whole point of this. Um, is reboot thing is they're cutting down their universes to one prime universe yeah they had they had the ultimates which for all intents and purposes were essentially the cinematic universe was like the setup cinematic universe that's where we got you know sam jackson because they drew they drew nick fury to look like sam jackson in the comic that's oh yeah there are so many things especially in the uh 
especially in uh, some of the movies, there were scenes that were directly pulled from the ultimate storyline. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like uh, when in the first Thor movie when he's basically under arrest and Loki just kind of comes to visit him and no one else can see Loki, that's in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, the container that Loki drops out of the helicarrier with the Hulk, with Thor inside it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's in the ultimate book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it was basically all just yeah. what they pulled from. It's it's not clear to the consumer that's walking out of the movies and wants to buy a comic like how are they supposed to know they want the ultimate? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, I no, I, I understand that. And I and I understand all the moves they're making, but I'm just glad that this version of the characters that I've been excited about for the past year mm-hmm. are sticking around at yeah. least for a little while longer. Well, speaking of other comic news, uh, some rumblings from the DC universe are starting to pop up. Oh, the the movies, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're live oh, action boy. films. Oh boy, oh, here boy. here we go. <laughs> let's let's get into this topic yeah, again. All aboard the complaint train. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, first off, they uh, released an image of Jesse Eisenberg as uh, <laughs> as Lex Luthor. As, yeah, as Lex Luthor. But yeah, Facebook boy is Lex Luthor. Yeah, and I, I am happy to say he is bald. Yeah, he they got that pretty right. much exactly how I expected. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not I'm sure not I expected his head to look so big. I did. He <laughs> looks like a potato head. <laughs> he does. He really, really does. You know, some people look okay bald. He does. He not. is not someone who looks okay bald. <laughs> like, okay, comparing this to what like Vincent D'Onofrio looks like as Kingpin in the Daredevil Netflix series that's coming out. Vincent D'Onofrio is a convincing bald man. He very, he is. He looks, he looks okay. With crazy hair from Law and Order or with this bald head, he looks fine. Mark Zuckerberg clone, he looks ridiculous. (laughs) He is a pencil thin mustache away from looking like Egghead from the 60s Batman show. (laughs) Played by Vincent Price. Yes. (laughs) Insert all egg puns here because they were all said. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was pretty excruciating before the show. <laughs> yep. Score one. Score one for Sam right there. Yep. Ding. Uh, but along with that, um, there was a leak of uh, a potential uh, portion of the, of the movie story that um, the reason why it's Batman versus Superman or Superman versus Batman is that uh, at some point in the movie... Uh, the first meeting of Superman and Batman is when Superman flies to Gotham uh, at the behest of Lex Luthor to beat the tar out of Batman. So in this movie, we're going to have at one point Superman working for Lex Luthor, working for the bad guy. <laughs> hey, how, uh... how wrong can they get this movie? I swear, <laughs> it's, like, it's like they're trying to make it the worst movie possible now. I don't. I don't understand. I, I feel like with every step forward they make, they take at least ten backwards. Here's have the thing: they, have they made not, any forward steps? They're not making I, forward steps. I like the Batman costume, and I liked the pictures of the Batmobile, <laughs> which I hear is going to show up for exactly one scene until Superman punches it in half. Yay! God. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You're killing me, Warner Brothers Smalls. Yeah. Uh. It's going to be awful. We're still going to see it, but it's going to oh, be oh awful. Oh, my God. At this point, yeah, I will go see it just because it is going to be the worst. <laughs> it's going to be real bad. 
hey, you know, people complaining about Ben Affleck playing uh, playing Batman because how bad Daredevil was. You're going to have a new replacement. <laughs> and there's at least 10 years worth of movies that are set to spin off from this. So <laughs> the next 10 years of Justice League-related DC movies are all going to be like this. Or this just fails so hard that it destroys all of their plans for a solid 10 years and they got all nothing. Of, <laughs> all of the contracts that they're signing with their with the uh, signed-on actors are like for multiple, like, five, six... So if Warner, either Warner Brothers is going to have to shell out, like, you know, buy out their contracts or whatever so that the movies don't get made, or they're just going to have to pump out a ton of terrible movies. <laughs> well, it's not like they haven't been pumping out terrible movies for a while now. Yeah, anyway. True, true. Especially when it comes to their comic book universe. Yeah. And the other, the last thing about this, um, it's more rumor than news. I almost didn't want to report on it, but um, the actor Tyrese Gibson He's an actor. He's a former model. He was a musician. I think he's a musician. I think, although he, that might be someone else named Tyrese. I'm not quite sure at this point. Um, it's not going to help things. He has been, he's been lobby, lobbying really hard to play Green Lantern. He's really into the idea of being Green Lantern. And the other day he uh, had on his uh, Instagram a uh, uh, Photoshop of him in a Green Lantern costume saying, you know, um, reading the oath, see you soon. And then it was immediately taken down like an hour later. Huh. So it's, it could have just been him like being overzealous on him. Like yeah, just you goofing, know, off. goofing off or there, he could have been actually cast as uh John Stewart, green lantern and uh, got a little overexcited about <laughs> sharing it with people. And Warner brothers is like, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> no, no, no. We still have another, you know, six months worth of bad news to put out before we can announce it. <laughs> yeah. Which, if this happens, if if he is cast, that means the entirety of the Justice League has been cast. There has is there, has there been a Flash? There has been a Flash. I'm going to look up his name right now. He is uh, uh, someone that I have never heard the name of, to be honest. Um, you I'm, guys, you guys keep talking. I'm, I'm gonna, still, I'm, I'm still mad the fact that they're not pulling their, uh, their their television series actors into it. I really enjoy Grant Gustin as Barry Allen. It's never going to happen. I know. It's never going to happen. I know, but it's still stupid. And it's, it's, it makes no sense to me why they don't tie in the, the TV. and They're I, successful yeah. and good TV shows. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. And the fact, you know, Marvel's doing it, and it's working really well for them. Yeah. I mean, when, when AKA Jessica Jones come out, that'll be the fourth Marvel series that ties into everything. Because you got, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D., and you've got... Uh, 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 Agent Carter, the Daredevil uh, series, and then Jessica Jones. It feels like God, that bald head is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, there's another picture of it. Woo, that's did they, bad. Did they dye his eyebrows gray? I think they did. Why would they do that? Because everything in those movies is gray. <laughs> everything must be gray and dark brown. Gray lantern. That's it. That's it. But yeah, the TV shows are so good, and these movies sound so bad. Like. Even iZombie continues to be good. There was a new episode uh, this week. Yeah, it was on Tuesday. Yeah, it was really good. Keeps continues to be uh, entertaining shows. Yeah, I shut it off right when it started because I still hadn't watched the first one. I was like, oh, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of at the point where you would pick up. And there was a huge recap yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the whole reason they gave Aquaman the scale tattoos it's because Jason Manoa actually has ta those tattoos on his arm. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> suspecting that as well. Scoot McNeary. Scoot. What? His name is Scoot McNeary. 
he's either the Flash or uh, Jimmy Olsen. Remember when I when we reported this was a long time ago that this actor Scoot McNary um, was walking around on set with like green screen on his calves and feet, and how it was either he was the Flash running fast and that was how they're doing the CG, or le- or uh, Jimmy Olsen was crippled in the fight in Metropolis. Remember when we oh, talked yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How how in this movie universe, Superman may have actively crippled his, Jimmy, best, pal. his best pal. Oh god. Yeah. Well, he. Yeah. Did you see Metropolis at the end of that film? <laughs> it was gone. It was like Tokyo at it the was, end of the original Godzilla. It was pretty rough. Well, moving on from the terrible movie news and more into more television news. <laughs> the Warner Brothers superhero complaint train segment is done. We've, we've pulled we pulled into the station. <laughs> Imagination. The the completion no, completion like, station. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, as I've said, Netflix a lot. Netflix here lately has been picking up a lot of series, like from all over the spectrum, and it's been great. Yeah. You know, but now they are reviving a cartoon classic, at least as far as I'm concerned, because I loved it when I was a kid. And it did spawn two awful movies. <laughs> <laughs> the cyborg goofy inspector himself inspector gadget is getting a new series on netflix and it's completely computer generated animations okay i've seen i've seen screen tests of this yep they're they've released a trailer today actually of what what it's going to be and it definitely seems to be more of a future take on the series yeah like uh Penny's got some kind of like crazy like holographic floating notebook thing, but uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, yeah, Chief Quimby's like popping out of random places and like usual, <laughs> yeah, like usual, and giving giving Gadget his missions, and I'm sure Brain and Penny will be the ones actually making the saves versus. Well, sure. That, I mean, that's that. It's the whole. That's the whole formula of the series. If if they have Inspector Gadget actually solve a crime by himself, that is like the opposite of the of what. The the, that would be the jer- the shark jumping moment yeah. for Inspector Gadget. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how. I, it could be great. You know, I, I feel I feel kind of bad that I'm automatically predisposed to not like it because of the CG. I don't know. I, I think it's because that's the cranky old man in me <laughs> for not liking change. I, yeah. I think that TV CG has come a long way. It's yeah. Just like oh yeah, it's definitely come. Jimmy Neutron days. <laughs> you want to talk about what about reboot? Oh yeah, oh, man. reboot. Reboot. Uh, Transformers Beast Wars. Oh man. Beast Machines was even worse. Rough. That's rough stuff. Now, am I right in believing that the uh, CGI is um, uh, done in France? Wasn't because I read. So, I I thought for some reason it's stuck in my head that the. Um, animation company that helped on like despicable me and like did those really creepy mcdonald's like uh happy meal box commercials oh, are terrible. did they already get rid of those i feel like maybe no, no i, I no. still see them everyone yeah oh, they're, they're, they're still yeah. around but for some reason i thought that that animation house was also doing uh inspector blue, gadget i think they're blue sky blue sky i think yeah because because the uh, uh original inspector gadget was animated in france well yeah i i would i would expect that especially the fact that he's called inspector gadget and not like Detective Gadget. Yeah. Inspector is definitely a more European mm-hmm. uh, kind mm-hmm. of law enforcement title. Yeah. Detective Gadget sounds weird. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, I know, right? It's <laughs> it wrong. I don't know. <sighs> Who knows? It could be great. Not you know, not that the original Inspector Gadget was all that great. 
Yeah, I remember it being one of those shows that like I didn't really like it as a kid, but I would watch it because it was on and it was animated. Oh, I <laughs> oh no, I loved it. Yeah, it was great for me when I was. Oh a yeah, kid. I loved it. I wore it. I wore a VHS tape out. <laughs> no, like seriously, it had two episodes on it. The whole the whole tape was called like Trouble in Time or something like that, and it was two episodes where they went back in time, one to Caveman Days and met Caveman Inspector Gadget ancestor. <laughs> With awesome. like with like Flintstones esque technology, like <laughs> sticks tied to each other coming out of his like his tiger skin hat. Nice, <laughs> excellent. And then they went to a uh, uh, Roman gladiator times and met a gadgetus. Yes, it was seriously it was something that cheesy. <laughs> Basically, they were chasing uh, mad agents through time mm. and like getting help from ancestors. And then random villains from that era. <laughs> yeah. Now the screen test that I watched didn't have any of the voice actors. Did the the one that you that the trailer that it you had watched, talking? Yeah, it had talking. Yeah, it had. Does it he had... sound like Inspector Gadget? Does he sound like Don Adams? <sighs> Kinda. I mean, everyone sounds kind of weird. Like Chief Quimby's voice is not as deep as I would like it. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. I mean, it, it's it's all kind of weird. And you see Doctor Claw for like two seconds. Would you say they missed it by that much? <laughs> I can't make that. I can't make that. Uh, okay. That that thing just yet. Okay. It's too soon. So it gets, but it comes out. Reference. It comes out March twenty seventh. So okay. And tomorrow. Hey. <laughs> well, Check it out tomorrow on Netflix. Uh, yesterday actually. What? Oh yeah. Oh, because this is Saturday. Oh, that right. It yeah. would be Saturday. Oh no. Oh no. The, I broke it. We pulled back the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I've broken the fourth wall. Yeah. No, this show is live. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah. You know what? I think we should go ahead and uh, wrap it up here. We were pretty close to the hour, I think. Um, again, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Uh, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook. Facebook.com backslash Nerd Overload website. There we go. We just write it on the wall. We probably should. <laughs> just paint uh, it on the wall. <laughs> uh, we can also go to nerdoverload.com. We're going to have content on the site soon, I promise. Yeah, it's been a rough week for the website, but we're going to get back on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Twitter, in theory, we're, out, we're on Twitter, uh, <laughs> at nerd underscore overload. Uh, I'm at, ro- at Robot Caveman. At Bearded Midgetor. At N-O Cody P. All right. I think that does it. Uh, Again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Check us out next uh, week around 9 o'clock. Yep. Saturdays at 9. That's right. All right. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and IDE Computers.